What are you gonna fill in the blank here? It's amazing how little of an understanding there is. That's on you though. That's what we need to be doing, listening, listening to participants. I respect you a lot for paying homage to Coach K. Today is Thursday, April 7th, 2022, and this is The Bash. Welcome to The Bash, where we bring the analyst and the planner to the table to discuss relevant financial and investment topics. We're going to have 60 seconds to discuss these topics. Scott, my man, the analyst, this is our biggest hurdle. Can we stay within that time frame today? No. No! Let's get started. Scott, it's the end of the first quarter. Coming out of March Madness, you know what today is, the star of the Masters, but you, the analyst, you don't care. You care about the markets. So... Let's take us around the markets, and as the analyst, what do you see right now? What are you focusing on in your eyes? March was madness. Um, absolutely, skepticism has been back in our markets since the start of the year, uh, not just with what's happening overseas, uh, but also with the change uh, of uh, policy from the Federal Reserve. Uh, but frankly, when you look at March, I say it's more madness because with that backdrop, with all of the reasons to sell, with all of the reasons to be worried, what did we see late in March at the end of the quarter? We saw a rally. We watched the S&P close the first quarter down about 6%. We saw fundamentals come back onto the table where valuations got a little bit low. We saw areas of the market get too cheap. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't have a lot of headwinds to work through here. The Federal Reserve is clearly putting inflation right on their target and they are not going to do anything other than trying to bring that back down to size and that does mean taking the market out to the woodshed absolutely when you watch what the fed rhetoric is their speech they're telling you what they're going to do and then they're going and doing it equities are responding to that it's why the first half of this year we have some issues to work through before we can get to those more favorable inflation numbers where we think we'll see cooling and maybe the fed won't do as much in terms of those rate hikes i went way over but look again that's me i'm sorry scott you talked a lot about what you saw how about as a planner what am i hearing i'm hearing clients talk to me about the war about what they're paying at the gas pump how they're concerned and worried and I'm talking to them about zooming out. We're focused on today. Let's look at the market as you went around the market. I'm talking about the market in general. Let's look at the history of the market. And I'm going to give you an example. Of course, I got a stat here for you. Did you know that the S&P 500 incurs a correction of 10% or more on average every 16 months dating back to 1942? And it usually on average takes 138 days to recover that value. The market's resilient. It's telling us this. We've seen it historically. Things are going to happen, but the market in general wins out in the long run. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. And I'm talking to the clients about today, TINA, an acronym. There is no alternative. And we're not talking about Tina Turner right now. In my opinion, there is no alternative. When you look at the Barclays U.S. Bond Aggregate Index in the first quarter, it was down 5.93%. That was worse than S&P was in the first quarter. Most people don't realize that. Where are you hiding? We're not looking to hide. We're looking to be resilient and stick to our strategy. You know, before we move on, one of the best coaches across any sport, 
any organization is retiring right now. I respect you a lot for paying homage to Coach K and, and saying best coach. Bravo to you, my partner. But let's move on to 401k uh, because I'm hearing it a little bit. You hear it every day. You're, you're in the weeds on the 401k side. When you go into that office to speak with the owners of companies right now who hear from their participants, how are you providing value? Are you talking about markets, education? What are you doing? Scott, you use the word here again. That's what we need to be doing. Listening, listening to participants, financial education right now. This is what the average American wants. It's what participants want. And I'm going to back this up with, of course, more stats. Let me tell you something here, Scott. Did you know that the 2021 JP Morgan plan participant survey found the following? 75% of participants want help with contribution advice. 70% of participants want help from financial professionals. 66% think employers should provide access to financial professional help. They're looking for help. There's only so much time in the day. What are we doing? We're helping clients. We're helping those participants in those meetings. How much should they contribute? What can they afford? How can they make their money work for them? What fund should they be in? How is that fund risk reward going to be in the long run? How they can compound their money on top of that? Participants want to get better educated about their specific plan. They don't usually understand what's the max they can put in or even what the match is in the plan. And on top of that, what are the actual tax benefits they get inside their 401k plan? You know, Matt, Matt, I care about the fact that these participants, they're limited in their options on those workplace um, retirement plans, and they're relying on us. They're relying on me to do due diligence, to have a system in place or a scorecard, so to speak, where they can have confidence that the funds in front of them have gone through the ringer. The due diligence done is on risk, it's on return, it's on style, which essentially means that when they are saying they're a large cap fund, they're investing in large cap companies, not small cap international, so to speak. But also management. What's the tenure of management? What are the fees? These are the important criteria that I look at on a day-to-day basis with these plans that gives these participants the confidence to save that you're working on with them. And look, when it comes to these 401k topics, I know we got to juice it up a little bit. Of course. We Bob, you are. have to make sure that people are able to follow these conversations because it's bland. I look at the 401k world and say, how can we help a participant understand that their plan, you could take on just as much risk or just as least risk as you could outside. It's amazing how little of an understanding there is. That's on you, though. Well, that's educating them. And the owner wants, look, the best performing funds possible. And you doing your due diligence is crucial to providing the best possible plan. Scott, we're going to flip back to the markets because that's what the hot topic, that's what obviously you care about. I do as well, but not like you, the analyst. So what's been happening? Last month, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates by a quarter of a point. And even as of yesterday, the minutes from their meeting showed that most of those participants wanted to move even faster. Scott, What does this mean to you going forward? They're going to move faster. Couldn't be more upfront about it. They told you. And I believe that they've told us for the last couple of years what they're going to do. And then they've done it. So I don't have any reason to doubt them now when they tell me they're going to raise rates. They're going to raise it possibly seven more times this year. Possibly a couple of them could be 50 point rate hikes. Why? Because their mandate is twofold. Inflation and unemployment, not the S&P 500. So if that's the case, 
then they are going to target inflation, which is 100% seen every single day from our clients. It's seen by business owners. It's seen across our entire way of living right now. So the Fed is going to target it. However, a year ago, we were worried more on the supply side of economics, which was causing inflation. Today, we have raw material inputs. We have commodity prices that are skyrocket higher. So we have a different side. I'm of the belief that later this year, we may actually see a cooling of those year-over-year -year inflationary numbers. The Iceman cometh. Which may give a little bit of cover for the Fed to pull off a little bit. They said seven more rate hikes this year. Well, one of those scenarios is obviously oil and commodities and energy prices going up. And, and Matt, these are the areas that our clients see headlines on. I know the media is talking about it. Um, so certainly that's the everyday. That's what the Fed is targeting. And listen, they're going to be, I agree, rates. It sounds like they're even more hawkish going forward, trying to use a term like you. But I'm focusing on the participants, the clients. How's that going to affect them? And it comes down to debt management. It's a financial planning area where we want to make our money work for us. We usually focus on investing, growing our money. But what happens when you overpay a debt? Aren't you really earning what that interest is costing you? That is a way to improve our overall net worth. And what's happening now, if rates are rising, how is that affecting us? Borrowing is going to cost more. Banks are going to pass on these additional costs to areas such as mortgages. Scott, you can verify this. I think the 30-year mortgage hit touched 5% yesterday. Other areas that could be increasing credit card debt, other adjustable rate mortgages, home equity lines of credit, auto loans, other areas that if we start focusing more on planning, we can be paying those down in advance or planning ahead to avoid costing us going forward. So debt management is really the area I'd focus on. I'm going to throw, unfortunately, on the other side, savings accounts, CDs. You think they should be going higher. That's not going to happen as fast. And Scott, I think I said to you earlier, you're going to run to a bank right now and get 3% in a savings account. That's not going up as fast as loans are. You know what today's date is, Matt? I just know it's the first day of the Masters. I think it's April 7th. Wow. April 15th is around the corner. Yes. One of those days that I, I, I know a lot of investors and, and, and Americans get a little bit stressed about tax day, right? Sir, uh, why did you wait until the last minute to pay your taxes? Because I'm an idiot. Happy? That's right. And you're the CPA. So fill in the blank. Tax season is... My favorite part of tax season is not being a tax preparer anymore. Yes, I'm a CPA. Went through it for four years. Very, very thankful and happy I started out with an accounting background. Just as thankful that I'm not preparing taxes anymore. And kudos to all the accountants out there. I dreaded the days of April 7th, 10th, when you're receiving that information from a client and once their tax return done by April 15th. Deadlines, brutal. Flip it over now as a financial planner. We get to work with those accountants and we do this in advance. Isn't it great to bring value, Scott, to a client where we can design retirement plans, maybe move to a solo 401k versus a SEP IRA to increase their tax deductions and savings? Or we can be designing a profit sharing plan on top of their 401k and then hand it off to the accountant who handles the calculations and the tax part during tax season. And what's a win-win, accountant's helping the client. We're the advisors helping the client. So very happy I'm not preparing the taxes. Yes, I keep the CPA designation. Makes me sound and look good, but 
I'm very thankful. Scott, what are you going to fill in the blank here? My favorite part of tax season is? When the bookkeeper says it's a write-off. It's a write-off for them. How is it a write-off? They just write it off. <laughs> write it off what? Jerry, all these big companies, they write off everything. <laughs> it's a deduction. It's a write-off. It's a credit. That's, that's my favorite part is trying to figure out uh, what are those. But uh, seriously, uh, tax season is 12 months a year on my side in investment management because of tax loss harvesting. One of the strategies that we implement with clients to try and offset gains that they've made on investments with losses. So right now, when you have a volatile market, we want to be active in implementing that barbell approach that we talk about, where clients have balance between value and growth and helping them rotate by selling areas that are doing well and buying areas that aren't doing as well allows us to capture those losses and buy what's low. Remember, we're trying to buy low, sell high. So tax loss harvesting is a great way throughout the year to book those losses and at the end of the year, um, offset them against gains. Look at that. 60 seconds on the nose. You're on fire today. You dropped the barbell again, hence the barbell. And I love it. It's all about working out with you and managing money on this gloomy day. So I guess we'll be staying inside. You're going to get back to work, right? That's right. Get away from the market. Right. We have a lot going on here, Matt. It's busy. April showers. We can't have the shades up today because it's pouring outside right now. It sure is. It's pouring and I can see everything ticking behind you. Definitely. Looks like the Matrix is reloading as usual. And right. yeah, listen, great time. Can't wait for the next one. And remember, investors, stay focused, stay disciplined, and stay tuned for the next episode of The Bat. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member, FINRA, SIPC. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee for future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this material may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax or legal advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific situation with a qualified tax or legal advisor.